Today on the program... Drop him like a toilet seat, Tommy! It's the best of the best. To the rewatch party, I'm your host Nick. Joining me, as always, are my victory medals, Los and Brandon. Which one of us is the bronze? Hey, they all got Pop gold, it. man. Pop it. Listen they here, Alexander. We can't right, let you go enough. on. Yeah, there were no, there were no bronze. There was no silver. second place. It was, it, as a tournament or competition should be. There are, right. there's no. no other place except if you for ain't first, you're last. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie that inspired Ricky Bobby's father. If you ain't first, you're last. So we're back after a short hiatus. We had a we had a break, a one week off. As as you loyal listeners have noticed, we had to move loose low studios to now low studios. Low studios, two point here. That's right. Lots so, of deuces. Lots of deuces. At this place. Oh, just I'm, I'm deuce- lots of twos in this place. I'm deucing right now. Oh, take it easy there. <laughs> so, uh, so we are back. Uh, as we said up top, today's movie is the 1989 taekwondo drama best of the best directed by robert rattler i'm sorry what was that oh, go ahead i don't know no. <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh robert rattler his is his first appearance and as far as i know his only appearance on on our show uh so he did this he did the sequel to this and then he did lots of them Wait, pow- this is the asian guy in the movie no no he wrote it oh, okay but Robert Radler was the director. I was like, "That's a weird name for an Asian guy." Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It, uh, but it's not, he's he's very suburban white guy. Especially if he like named his own character in the movie that had an Asian Lee. last name too. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what's going uh, on? Here? Yeah, so I did I, his his discovery. He did a lot of the TV show Power Rangers, and then Power Rangers Nitro, and all those random like subsections of that Power <laughs> Rangers show where they had like different masks and. Really? Yeah, did you never. So we had, I mean, we had the Power Rangers with Tommy the Green Ranger and all that that we all watched, but it went, it, it, it was after know. they sold the rights to a couple different other companies. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think because, I mean, it was all just footage from a Japanese program, and all we did was film some like Saved by the Bell esque high school crap to cut in between. You're right. The, I was, the Japanese clips. The kid anyway. is starting to watch all that stuff, right? And I was yeah. like, yeah, I wanted to look it up. Thank you, Internet. And that's yeah. exactly it. It's all from a whole different program in Jap- Japan or some yeah. shit. And it's just like... <laughs> and we cut in our crap Cut and into splice, it. cut and splice. So anytime that they changed and had Power Ranger dinosaurs and Power Rangers or whatever, ours changed also. That is so suit. funny. So anyway, he did a bunch of those. And then he did the, <laughs> the Substitute sequels. Not, not the first Substitute movie. I have no sequel. idea the Substitute The Substitute movie. was uh, Tom Berenger. He was a, a mercenary that... Ended up being a substitute teacher in a trouble. It was like Dangerous Minds, but with a mercenary as the guy. And he ended up like taking down a drug ring and killing a bunch of people. Okay. In a high school. Yeah. So anyway, then his career. To the reason I'm I'm making sure I get over Robert Radler's career is he it crapped the la- capped not crapped maybe it crapped. The last thing he did was in 2014 with a documentary called Turn It Up. Turn It Up. Which I just found out when looking into his di- or his filmography, I just found out it exists. But it is a documentary about the electric guitar, hosted really? by Kevin Bacon. 
Seven degrees. There we go. This will this this will help a lot in that game because if you ever need to know how to get from Kevin Bacon to Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains, turn it up. Boom, it's right there. Yeah, uh, you can do that with anybody that plays guitar. You just stepped up the degrees. Oh, absolutely. Nick Ryder plays a guitar. Guitar. Turn it up. Turn, turn it, it up. up. Hosted by Kevin Bacon. Boom, you're in. Man, you get it. I mean. There were already a couple of close ties between me and Kevin Bacon. Namely, you know, I was his cock double in the movie Hollow Man, but... <laughs> yeah, you were the invisible Impressive. part. <laughs> I was the invisible part, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when they turn on the sprinkler system, you see a vague, watery outline. That's Nick Ryder. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Nick Cannon, as I call it. Oh, get out of here with that. <laughs> oh, there it is. Thank you. Anyway, so I definitely need to find Turn It Up because it's a documentary about electric guitar. So anyway, nice. we need to find that. Uh, so anyway, this was written by f- written by Philip Ree, who plays Tommy, as we talked about. Philip, Philip Ree. R-H-E-E. Okay, R-H. R-H-E-E. Ree is his last name. So aside from Ree starring, we get the amazing, the powerhouse, the man of all men himself, James Earl Jones. Mufasa. He was Mufasa, but before this, he has already been the voice of Darth Vader, the most haunting voice in the entire galaxy, right? Uh, he also was in them Conan movies with Arnold. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. I so never watched those movies. Yeah, James Earl Jones up in this, and you think that James Earl, a name like James Earl Jones, he's been Darth Vader three times by now. He would get top billing, but he does not get top billing in this movie. He gets second building and r- right underneath Eric Roberts' hair. Yes. Because Eric Roberts' hair in this movie is out of control. He is the inspiration for every L'Oreal and Maybelline commercial you've ever seen in your life. It was all based off of Eric Roberts' glorious mane in this movie. Uh, Also, Eric Roberts is in here. Uh, We got Chris Penn, (laughs) as we talked about, or we had been talking about before. Sean Penn's younger brother uh, was in, like, Reservoir Dogs and stuff. Yeah, he. You see, you've seen his face before. You've definitely seen him in things, yeah. Um, and he died recently we found at the age from, of forty from prescription cough, cough syrup. syrup. Yeah, he was on the Cezira. He's leaned out on the Cezira. <laughs> leaned <laughs> out. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, lean like yeah, like lean. Well, I mean, it makes you do that, but that's uh, what it's referred to. Is that, that's uh, what the that's, kids say. Yeah. That's what that's lean. That's what I didn't know that. I thought I it was know. drank. Purple drink? I thought uh, it was, yeah. Is that, is, that, is that the scissor? Hydropromethazine, yeah. I think, is. Wow. Is is, yeah. Now Green, I know. Purp- purple drink, man. Get yeah. on that purple. And that's what killed Chris Penn. Damn. Thank yes. They killed it. Poor guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. So. Or, or R.I.S. Rest in syrup. Scissor. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> rest in scissor. Uh, so, anyway, I didn't find much fun uh, trivia. There was nothing really to learn about that, like I like to do. Uh, Chuck- well, on another note for that, I've been looking at the budget. I've been trying to find, because the budget was $5 million. This movie cost $5 million. $5 million. And that was, I think that obviously hair and makeup got more than anybody actually acting <laughs> yeah, in this. obviously. Because uh, the lighting was fucking terrible. Oh, my God, the yeah. The fight scenes, it's like, this is a Taekwondo championship. I yeah. would imagine, like, lighting is going to be good because... We, we need to see the... Like, the, even the, Fight Club had better Yeah, better right, the movie arena. that was filmed in the dark had better lighting than this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's opening weekend made just under a million dollars. I'm trying to find <sighs> what it's at right now. But that's Finally, proving a it's little a, It's a slow burn. We got a slow... We, they're playing the long game. 40 yeah. years later, we finally made a profit. 
I never even it knew it existed. Bond three sequels, so yeah. it was successful it enough for that. And if I'm not mistaken, the third one has uh, Homegirl from Beetlejuice. Uh, Winona Ryder? No, the other one, Gina. No, Caroline. Ray? Gina Davis? Yeah. Really? I think so. I think I. I'm. Well, yeah. we'll go back to my feelings about Gina one. Davis and <laughs> in our Beetlejuice episode. That is just proving my point there. Wait, which one is she? She's uh, she's the dead mother, okay. the, the or the dead wife. Wife. Yeah. She ends up best of the best three. Yeah, well, that's what you get, Gina that's Davis. You and your weird tooth to gum ratio. <laughs> oh, she's one of those people. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that, but yeah, those people. It's like what? What's so, as far as trivia, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. My sister, my sister, anger texted me after listening to the Beetlejuice <laughs> episode in defense of Gina Davis. She was so mad about my rant. So, anyway, there you go. Poke that bear. Uh, as far as trivia goes, Chuck Liddell. Of MMA fame says this is his favorite martial arts movie. Really, really. Chuck Liddell says that, and uh, uh, at funny. one point in the movie, we get a, a, a character played by Kane Hodder, H O D D E R is his name. Okay. Uh, he plays Bert, the guy in the bar fight, <laughs> the cause of the bar fight. Oh yeah, and Kane Hodder is known uh, and only worth bringing up because he plays Jason. He's Jason. He's the guy behind the hockey mask. Oh okay. So we get. We get Jason in here. Must be I, shitty I, to be that guy behind the mask. No one recognizes you. No one you. knows, man. At least Robert England, yeah, scare, scarred up and weird, but it's still his face. You can yeah, recognize you can, him. Totally. Yeah, sorry. But That's a bummer. Right? Yeah, Jason or... Jason or Michael Mike Myers. Myers. You got to look like William Shatner. Or got Brad Dourif, who voiced Chucky. All you get is the voice. Wait, is Jason's <laughs> face William Shatner's face? No, Mike Myers is William Shatner's face. When they were doing Mike Myers from Halloween, they needed to find a mask for him, so they got a William Shatner mask and just painted it white. <laughs> That's what it is, right? That's what, yeah. That the Halloween face is a William Shatner mask. Because I think about the Does face, he and get I go, royalties for that? I doubt it. No, I wouldn't think. It's his face. I'm At- sure he. As soon as he found out that bit of trivia, there was some kind of. He called his lawyers like, "You've got to get me royalties. They are using my likeness." I don't know if I'm gonna get any. Money yeah. out of this. I wasn't upset until they made ten of them. Now it's a franchise. Call him, my lawyer. That's right. That sounded almost <laughs> like Bill and Ted. Like, call him. I mean, it might as well. My lawyer, dude. <laughs> I mean, and you know what's funny is he he put out a bunch of songs and he sings exactly like he acts, all sporadic and terrible like that. William Shatner. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, Jason has had the hockey, but the hockey mask didn't even come into play until Friday the Thirteenth Three. Really? Yeah. That late in the series. That late in the series, and then it's changed. It's been a number of different hockey masks. Sometimes, like his 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 head is like all bulbous and kind of swollen around the straps of the hockey mask. And I don't know. He's he changed. It. For what we see, we think we think of the jumpsuit, the butcher knife, and the hockey mask. But like every movie had a. Very different Wait, jumpsuit viewing. and knife. That's that's Mike Myers. A bit, yeah. But we, I always think of Jason in like a light blue or not a a, a dark blue like jumpsuit. Jason? Oh, yeah. What do you picture Jason wearing, clothing wise? Oh man, I'm blanking on that. I, he I had like the same suit. It? Yeah. I don't know. And a, and a, or a machete or a butcher's knife. Like he always had some kind of blade. But the first movie was actually the mother. Jason wasn't in it at all until the very end when he came jumping out of the lake and he was a kid. And then in the second one, he's wearing a, a burlap sack, very much like Scarecrow. Damn, you... And then you, the, you like movies. I do like movies. 
Uh, this I'm, first I'm, picture I'm that totally, comes up. I'm reading all about this William Shatner mask. He's a William, he's looking up I'm still kind of tight. I, I think you guys moved on a little bit. You're yeah. Jason being a kid, but this is crazy. All yeah. this Halloween mask. Yeah, they had four. They wanted to find something that was going to be daunting and scary, so they had four masks. So yeah, we need William Shatner. So we got yeah. It was it was him being Captain Kirk. It was like a mask of that, and they, and they <laughs> just painted it white. <laughs> it's Right. To, you weren't wrong. To if, make it some, somehow... Today how I do learned. We, how do we take William Shatner and make him somehow more emotionless? If that's possible. <laughs> it would be funny if he was coming out of like like a, the dark and like, I will. And Mike Meyer starts talking like, Spock, you've got to... Get out me. of the way! <laughs> help me murder these teenagers. These damn kids. <laughs> these meddling kids. All I want is... For them to stay out of my house. It's Halloween. Yeah. It would be a, ha, 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 ha. Shh, shh, shh. That's Jason. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's actually Jason Kill is what they're saying. So it's Jason, Jason, Jason. Kill, kill, kill. Jason, oh. Jason, Jason. Yeah. Because he hears the voice. That, and... That's the voice in his head, yeah. Weird. I had a friend uh, growing up. We were all, we were definitely way too young to be watching slasher movies, but he was a fan of all of the slasher. Like, you get, some people are Jason fans, some are Freddy fans, whatever. No, it didn't matter. Somebody just had to get slashed. He just, he wanted all of them, all the sequels. He just was all about it all the time. He's like, hey, we're going to watch Friday the 13th Part 7. I was like, no, no. <laughs> Can we not? But, yeah, that was his thing. So, I, I know a lot of slasher stuff. Anyway, so, yeah, Kane Hodder is in this to get back on track. Um, so, our movie opens, we get this nice sunrise. It's very symbolic, very Lion King opening. Yeah. Right? Ah, taekwondo competition guy. James Earl Jones home. That's how we tie this in. Then it goes to some crazy 80s song and automotive Cinematic, stuff. cinematic universe. Cinematic, cinematic on the day we arrived. From the day James Earl Jones started making movies, oh, he decided that man. they were all the same. Yeah. He's I, got one <laughs> voice and only one voice. And that's enough because it's James Earl motherfucker Jones. <laughs> it's James Earl Jones. <laughs> there we go, man. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it shows like it looks like an army, like they're standing in ranks. They're very socially distanced. They're perfectly spaced out. Perfect. Like I had to admire that. Yeah, that it was like, really well that done. Way, that way, it's all straight like, line. They someone measured this out and marked the spots, and they are standing in a perfect grid formation, practicing their taekwondo. And well, it's probably it wasn't that perfect. They're Korean, so that's probably all they know. They say, "Hey, you oh, sure, go sure, over sure. there," and that's just how they. And that yeah, yeah, it just naturally just how it works. <laughs> fall into rank like well, that. Well, they weren't like perfect, perfect. I was looking at one line; it was a little. Skew and not well, everybody that got down no to their number alive one. Now. Right? Yeah, oh yeah, they huh. definitely they they definitely didn't show up to practice the next day. Yeah, <laughs> they, were, they had a terrible act. What happened? What to, happened to Young Hung? Uh, <clears throat> oh no, now we got a new guy. This is Jin Kwan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're also on a soccer field. I don't know if you noticed that. No, like the the set piece or whatever they use. Like as the camera's pulling back and you get to see the whole army of Taekwondo people that you can still see, like the. They couldn't fully erase the lines from the soccer field that they were using. It, it may have been the same soccer field that comes up later in the movie when she's having the Oh, it probably it might was be. <laughs> during their training. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, guys. Could've, you should have shot that opposite. Could have been. Very, yeah, yeah. Come, come on. 
So Come on, we, man. Oh, damn it. Wrong <laughs> Come so, on, man. So then we get to cut to some sweet 80s metal music. Yeah. Uh, How super about a little bit 80s. Of this? You got it? Isn't that squealing guitar? Ugh. And we get to see Eric Roberts take off his welding mask. And that luscious hair. You see the wave, like, because the, the welding mask, like, he has the little line where it was putting pressure on, so it, like, is super out. pressed against his head, and then right about the neckline, all of a sudden, it just poofs out and is just waving. It's waving more than the ocean, that hair is. And then he's talking to this coworker we see here. That coworker also from Reservoir Dogs. He's one of the guys in Reservoir Dogs. He is one of the guys from Reservoir Dogs. Just like Chris Penn, just to really tie this all together. And it was only about three years later that that was made. Yeah, this was 89, that was 92. Uh, So he's apparently a welder that works on the assembly line making cars, right? And he's talking to Mr. I think that was Mr. Blue in Reservoir Dogs, the old guy. I don't remember. I haven't gotten Um, very far in that movie. uh, But they're talking about going to get beers, and he can't get beers. One, it's bad for the hair. Um, <laughs> so, but I can't because uh, I have to go pick up my son, Walter. Got to pick up Walter, and then he teaches Walter how to ride a bike. How's Walter's hair? <laughs> Walter, uh, so he's the got hair? the high and tight. Did he in- oh wait, no, that's Big Lebowski's Walter. Did he in- inherit? Oh, yeah! Oh! Give it to nice, me. Nice, nice. Give it to well me. Well done. <laughs> All right, I, I approve of that. I approve of that. <laughs> Should have had that one ready. Yeah, so so he's hope he uh, Walter learns how to how to ride a bike. Um, then we cut to the American Taekwondo class. Hey, and it's just a bunch of kids in a strip mall, like next to a supercuts or something. As they are, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's very realistic. Yeah, yeah, and I think that they did that on purpose. Like we need the 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 yin and yang. Like they take it seriously. This is a lifestyle. This is militant. Yeah, and here you know you go get sabaros after you have your half hour lesson. Yeah. And this is what we're doing. Uh, but these two kids start a little stupid fight, and Tommy has to break them up. What, like, what did we learn here? What do I always tell you? Yeah. Like, don't ever hit people and... Don't use what he teaches to uh, hurt, yeah, to hurt people. Yeah, we're paying you to teach us something that we never, ever use. It's which exactly really, right. Which, well, it's really specific, <laughs> so it, it made me think, it's like, all right, this is going to come into effect at some point later. Yeah. This like, might- and knowing it's a Taekwondo, he's going to be put in a situation where... And I mean, I wasn't quite thinking that they'd lose because he wouldn't like attack. Oh, somebody. spoiler alert, but, man! Hey, you said it. I I was just gonna let it ride. He's right. Did I say um, that? Did we already bring up that they lose? No, no. no. You brought. You that just up. did. You said you I didn't think that, that they would lose. You didn't have to say anything. Uh, hey, this movie's over twenty years old. Right? Yeah, it, right. It, if, it gets a pass. <laughs> spoiler alert on it. Yeah. Well, Thirty-year-old movie those at this point. Strangely, yeah. strangely specific, and it's like, okay, yeah. that's gonna come. They're back. making a point out that's of this for some reason because then yeah. those kids are never seen again. It's not like, oh, we're yeah. gonna worry about these kids or they're they're so and so's kids or they play. Nope, we just need to hear his uh, mantra, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. it. That's all we need to know. Uh, so he's there breaking up this little kid fight. Someone comes in and gives him a letter. Saying that he's he's avail- or eligible to try out for the American team. Yes. Right? Uh, much like in Bloodsport or The Quest, where both of Van Damme's underground fighting movies, where you get the invitation to go fight in this super tournament. Does that happen in real life? I, I, mean, I don't know. It only happened to me once. It so does, I, I guess, if you're it. Frank Dukes, who's lied about his entire life anyway, so there's no way to know. Who's Frank Dukes? Frank Dukes is the guy who Bloodsport is based on, and that's his name in the movie, 
who is a real person and claims that that actually happened. <laughs> it's that's, so awesome he said Hey, that. guys, this is my, guess what? I just got back from the Kumite. They're like, that's not a thing. Kumite. No, it totally is. I had to fight this dude who murdered a guy in the ring and all this great stuff. No. No, I had this whole train. I grew up training from this ancient Japanese. Dude, you've been in the army forever. We know who you are. You definitely did not spend your life training. Anyway, Frank Dukes is full of shit, but the movie is based off of it. And then The Quest, which was later, uh, is a similar concept, and it was another one of his stories. Like he, he somehow is the only American that knows about these deep in some hidden ancient Chinese village. They have this fight to the death with fighters from all over the world, and Frank Dukes has won all of them. That's why you get the expression. Well, dukes. I would hope that put up your dukes. Put up your ah, dukes. Because well, that's what that America won, does. I would hope that you won. If you're all here telling the story, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're here telling the story, so anyway, much like Frank Dukes, they get the letter saying, except in his stories that he's just so badass that these people that live in some random mountain know his name and send him an invitation straight to the tournament. You don't have, but they have to go through tryouts in in here because you know we're working in a strip mall. We got to dial it back. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta dial it back a little bit. So We're in Dukes, suburbia. Dukes, get, Dukes gets a letter that says you're on the team. You're, you're already in the tournament. Yeah, <laughs> they could have just like knocked on his door and his. Yeah, hey, right. Like, We've traveled letter? all the way from. Send me an email. Tibet to tell you that you get to come fight in this tournament, and he's like, oh, God, I, I just got back from one. I gotta feed the cat. Ah, all right, never mind. Let's go. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, wait, you it's say it's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> it's when? Three months? Yeah. I could make that work. All right. <laughs> Let me pencil that in. Yeah, so anyway, Eric Roberts gets one, and his mother's tell, trying to talk him out because of his shoulder, right? This is where we find out he has a plastic shoulder. With a steel pin. Right, right. Because of some fighting injury, and... He's like, this is all I know. Like, we just saw you have a career as an automaker. As a welder. like As a welder, not, even. You, that's, that, that's a good You train. don't just, like, casually get a job at the Ford plant. Oh, I'm welding now. Like, no. The casual guy wipes off the windows when it comes off the assembly line or whatever. You had to go through training to become <laughs> a welder. Yeah, and at no point do they mention how much money they're going to be making fighting Yeah, people. right? He walks away from a very well-paying career to go... Like three months? It's that's three month dedication, right? Is yeah, that? three months, room and board for free. No mention of any pay. No pay at all. Just because you want to fight. I get a I get a little metal on a lanyard. A little it, piece. Is, of- it, is it pure gold? I mean, you might sell it afterwards. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> that's if you win and you're already. But it's like the, it's like it, I guess the Olympics. You know, do they get a lot of money for being in the Olympics, or they just got to dedicate their life to it and hope for sponsors? I think that's the goal of it at the end. You don't get anything, but you get but you sponsored get a throughout. Bit, you get a little bit of money for the medals you win, but it's not... I think it's like 10 grand for a gold. Well, who um, pays for that shit? The, the, I, the, well, the U.S. Olympic Committee, I believe. But you get a little so bit... So, unless but, you're Michael but, Phelps and winning like seven of them Well, a, most of your <laughs> money as a, as a professional athlete comes from sponsorships. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how you make... Make your living. You're not. You're not going to the Olympics and to win. And by doing to make that, money. you have to go do it. And there's a lot of the competitions. You go for out the prestige there. If you win, of it. There's a prize purse. Like I mean, just like golf. Mm-hmm. I mean, you win millions of dollars if you win. I mean, races. Well, now you just get a, a jacket. Rare, oh, here's still. another shitty windbreaker. Yeah, you can hit a ball. Yeah, that's go. golf, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, I got a sure. green jacket. Yay! So did I. I got my tractor supplies. Like twenty bucks, dude. Why? 
I was home in five minutes. You went through this whole thing. <laughs> and mine's fitted. Yeah, that's right. Um, so anyway. Yeah, I guess you do win some money. Yeah, there's a little bit of Most country. A little bit, but they don't ever cover that in this movie. F- well, because no, this, is not, this is not an Olympic event. No, no, but they do say uh, when they get their five selected that they, uh, when they're all in the class, the Americans, they tell them that the, the Koreans, like these guys are federally like subsided to only fight. Mm-hmm. Like that's all they do. So yeah. all of their housing, they, their they money, farm them. They literally yeah. farm these people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty much true of any, any Asian <laughs> country in their athletes. Wow. 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 I mean, I'm not wrong. <laughs> Farming fighters. <laughs> I mean, that's what they were doing. That's what I mean. I guess this is this (laughs) is the eighties. Yeah, different times. Different times. Did you guys hear that sound effect I just put up? No, you didn't tell me to turn it up. Oh, just leave it on. Oh, yeah. All right, leave it on. All right, it's on. Because I'm not screening anything right now. All right, so we missed. All right, so uh, yeah, he's putting his kid to bed, and he said he's going to be gone for three months, and he's like, "What happens if you win?" He goes, "I get a medal." Sure. Well, then you better win. <laughs> oh, you kid. <laughs> and then, so that's all we find out about if they win. Uh, but, I mean, Eric Roberts sucks. He sucks. Well, yeah. His hair is amazing. His, his hair is amazing. So we're going to talk a so lot hair. about his hair. I was just going to say, don't y'all think that he kind of resembled, like, the, the name brand Tommy Wusso? Oh, like, <laughs> He's the like name Tommy, Tommy was so when he, this is the movie that made him want to get into movies. He wanted to be Eric Roberts from Best of the Best and look just like him. Dude, they could hang out. They're probably best friends. They might be. Yeah. Yeah, you're kidding me, aren't you? <laughs> um, so I, as far as I know, Eric Roberts... As as the rewatch, he's going to be in this, and then I have the first Expendables where he's the villain in that. But he does he's he's a he's a good actor. He can be believable when he needs to be. Cool. So we give him that. Um, all right. So we get South Korea picks their team. They just basically say we like you, 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 whatever. Right? It's all again form, discipline, whatever. They don't need a they don't need an all valley tournament to pick their five guys. But here we go. We got. So they, just, I ha- they just call out the names. I had the, the closed captioning on, and when he's like, Huka! It sounds nothing like what you're hearing there. It's like, Kim Jong! It, mm-hmm. It's so funny. And how do they hear him? Yay! Yeah, so he just, they just, they have, I don't know, maybe 100 people standing there in lines, and they just call out the five names, and that's oh, how God. we do it. Did I that's see the scene wrong, or were their backs turned to the, the person calling the, the names? No, they're facing it. They're oh, facing they were facing? The stage. Okay, I, yeah. I may just, yeah. They're okay. facing the stage as they call the people up. Um, so, yeah, then after that, we get the American tryout. So we get Chris Penn, <laughs> his introduction to the movie. He walks by with a boombox playing like Dwight Yoakam. Oh no! It wasn't Dwight, but it was something like it that. It was a wannabe Dwight, at least, and he's he's like the biggest hick old cowboy from Miami, Florida. Uh, yeah, Miami, known for it's Florida man hicks. Well, you obviously they have a rich history of cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, Miami, Florida, you know, if when you think wild, wild west, you think the great southeast beach city of Miami, Florida. Well, they were actually gentrified out by the old people. And then oh, uh, once, once Florida turned into a retirement community, yeah, they, the they entire had to bail state out. they got rid of the cowboys. Well, I think I'll dozy on down to Texas. Mo- I'm gonna mosey on to California and find some of that there gold. 
These damn blue hairs came in, and we <laughs> don't know what we're going to do. With their rascal scooters and their penny slots. You fucking 1989, I'm fucking... Yeah. Uh, what the hell? Like 1989, that's... Just, I've never... Bottom line is, there's never been a cowboy that's ever come out of Miami. Not at all. Unless Especially you're running not from the cops. Yeah. Uh, so he's... Fucking. He's even got like a really loud, annoying cowboy-looking outfit on. Uh... And I think that this might... Do you think this is the same gym where they filmed the All-Valley Tournament from Karate Kid? <laughs> it's possible. Because this movie has so many... Like, it is just grown-up Karate Kid, is all this movie really is. It's an international grown-up Karate Kid. No, it's not. Karate Kid's got, like, this wax-on, wax-off thing, and he's like, why do I have to do this? And he's it like, was, let me show you why. Yeah, the but song playing was, was Radar Love. No. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. When? On the, in the boombox. It was Radar Love. No, yeah. he's not playing Radar Love. No, not because now, the Golden now, Earring smash yes. hit Radar Love. Yes. No. Yeah. Because not the version I now, watched. I know we were saying, oh, Dwight Yoakam, but it's like, no, I, I remember now that I'm reading it, it was Radar Love. No. I don't it was know. Radar about Love. That. I don't We need to, yeah, yeah, get this pulled up because I wouldn't write here. some Dwight, Dwight Yoakam shit if it was Radar Love. I'm very familiar with Radar Love. It was like some slap dick country. How much you want to bet? Maybe there are different versions. Because there's no way you confuse those two. No, well, no, absolutely no way. <laughs> well, like, the DVD I have definitely has some shit-stomping country playing. For sure. Well, okay, so the version I have, which comes off right off of Google, it introduces the Koreans and like, Korea! Korea! And then it's like straight into the, the mini You don't even get him walking by with a boombox? No, because uh, the next part is um, he, uh, uh, Alexander asks for tape. He goes, hey, can I bump some tape? He's like, no, fuck off. Okay, and that scene with the boombox was right before that, I believe. Yeah, so it's not in the so copy. I, so I, I don't even have what you... So okay, I, you may I have did, heard Radar Love, and I'm I like... I did no, Amazon Prime. <laughs> okay, Prime I just did. had... What kind of horseshit is this that we, we have three different versions... Of a movie that nobody's even heard <laughs> of. We got like a super no, director's I'm, cut of this. I don't. I definitely do not recall Radar Love. Rewatch it, rewatch it, and then next week let us know. All right, I will. Based on my ratings, you may not want to rewatch this. We'll uh, see. You well, never based know. Based on mine, you will. So, spoiler on that. Yeah, he's gonna... already sitting in the stands here. We don't even get the introduction. That's crazy. See? There it is. You hear that? That's his boombox. He picked up. Yeah. That's his boombox. So, but that's, yeah. So he okay. asked for the tape. He says, no, fuck off. And then he pulls. He's like, fine, I'm out of here. Boombox backs up, hits play, and right back into that Dwight Yoke. Wait, are we all talking about the same scene now? Like, now there may okay. be another scene, but. No, when they're doing the, these are the tryouts. This is where we meet all our characters, and they're trying out to be on the team. Okay, I might be thinking of the one where they walk into the tournament. That might be different. It might yeah. be Radar Love then. Because right now, he's definitely countrified. Okay. Listen. That's, that's, dun, that's dun, very dun, Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Okay. I've been driving on down. Hey, I was wrong. Well, girl, you told me how to hurt real bad. Drive myself to sleep. Was that guitars and Cadillacs? There we go. All right. So, yeah, guitars and Cadillac. So, we get to meet Virgil. He's played by John Dye is the actor's name, but I, I call him the Always Save Store brand James Spader. I don't he's know which one is he. We he's watched the him. Buddhist on our team, the, the guy with the glasses. Well, we know who the, he the is, but one. who? He's uh, James Spader's oh. actor. He was uh, Robert California on The Office. and Yeah. Uh, 
he was Ultron in Age of Ultron. And uh, anyway, this guy looks like a always safe generic store brand. And then so we meet him. And we also meet Sonny Grosso, who you have pulled up right now. He's played by David Agresta. I used to be Italian. That's Virgil. Now I'm a Buddhist. I used to be Italian. Now I'm a Buddhist. <laughs> and Pretty then, funny. And then, uh, so that's John Dye. And then David Agresta is the Italian he's talking to, who starred in this movie. And then, literally nothing else. This is his <laughs> one and only acting credit. That's all he's done. Is nice. play random loser American fighter number two and so best of the best. So he's not living off those royalties. No, picks. no, no, no. So James Earl Jones is watching, and everybody's going through, and they announce the names, right? Like, we, we want it to be these, these five guys. And who would have thought that it would be the only five guys that we actually see <laughs> fight in the whole tryouts? Weird how that worked and out. And by the way, I wanted to mention this whole little tournament, uh, Tommy, or Thomas Lee, or whatever you want to call him. I mean, he, the motherfucker kicks like he knows the sport. He, he definitely does. He is a guy that has... You can tell he's grown up doing taekwondo and decided, hey, let me try to make Rocky successful, all this, but we don't have, like, a legit taekwondo competition movie. You know, like, he comes from that world and decided to make a movie out of it because he's legitimately badass. Like, he's believable in his, in his fight scenes, his kicks especially. Yeah, he can swing those kicks. And then the problem with the rest of this scene is that those other guys... They're, they don't really they do don't, shit. They don't look like they're the part. I mean, when I say they don't look like the part, they're not kicking like you see this guy fucking kicking. Yeah, yeah, that's more like convenient editing for them, but... Convenient but editing, yeah. Tommy Tommy legitimately kicks, for sure. So we get our five guys. I'm pretty sure that hair kicked around, from, too. From Eric Roberts? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know that he's, he's got, like, some little weights tied into it so he can whip that around. A little hair lock. Like... Maybe you try to dodge a move, and he just flicks his head and <laughs> slaps you with his hair, bust your nose open a little bit. I would. So I think well, he, uh, Eric Roberts won, but uh, there was like one match where the hair just couldn't take it, and yeah, he was out of the tournament. Unfortunately, ran off. It ran, ran off. Ran off like the chest burster from the alien, just <laughs> skidded across the floor and took out. Oh, the face fuckers. No, <laughs> they gave birth to the chest bursters. The chestbursters are the, the face, face hugger. The, fa- the head hug- The face huggers die. Oh right, then, they're the ones that impregnate you, and then, and then you have and then the, the ones burst out and then run off. Titbusters. Okay, sure. Thank you. I coined that. You did. It's known all over sci-fi. I mean, they've they've already been called something for fifty years, but you go ahead and coin it. I did. I just no, did. I, you did. <laughs> and I was being. So I'm being fucking- so fucking ninja, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing ninja about that. All right, so then they're all in this room after they get their names picked, right? And James Earl Jones gives a speech. And it's not like it's a good speech. There's nothing notable about it. It's just the fact that James Earl Jones is in front of a room talking to people. I mean, this man has presence. I was intimidated watching it. I felt like I was on the team. United States of America. Remember that. We will accomplish our objective. We will accomplish all our God. He just there's so, so enunciation, much, so much presence in his voice. Like you will not oh, leave, only. you will not fuck, you will not drink. Objective, which is to win. Yeah. yeah. Nice, J E J, baby. J E J. That's actually have him in my notes all the time. J E J, baby. <laughs> so yeah, he has two rules: don't be late ever. <laughs> That's good. Two, you are a team. Be a team. A team means nothing if you don't give a damn about each other. 
Can you okay, say, buddy? All right, Jesus. Can you say I everything your the light touches is our kingdom? No? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so then it's like, what's that shady spot over there? You boss never oh, go. Yeah, yeah well, that's my crazy brother. So we just don't go over there. He has hyenas and some skeletons. And just leave him not be. a good time. You boss never like, go it's there. It's like that off. neighborhood. You know what they say? Take the long way home from school and avoid those neighbors. Avoid that neighborhood. <laughs> Got it. End scene. I hope that you don't die soon, Dad. No, I plan to live for a very long time. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so One more thing. When you get settled in the night, Don will escort you into town. It's your last night in three months. If some of you are lucky, you might even get laid. <laughs> Knowing the high standards of the local females, I seriously doubt it. <laughs> Got a jab. You get that? Yeah, the high state. They hang out with Jason fucking Voorhees. I don't think their standards are that high. <laughs> One guy picks a girl up by spilling an Irish coffee on her. Like, we're that, not. That was pretty slick. I was it watching. Was. I was like, oh, damn. It's like, what are you crazy? <laughs> so, yeah, he sends him into town to get laid and. Uh, Bust the nut one last time. Yeah, get, get one last rock off before your ass is mine for three months, right? Because <laughs> I'm going to be your nut, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Because your nut is mine. Wait, that came out wrong. But first they go to the room. So we get Eric Roberts and Tommy share a room. That's what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, I have a son, and uh, the mother died when he was just a boy. Oh, I'm sorry, I teach kids, so I know all about them. It's the same thing. Then we get Chris Penn and uh, store brand James Spader share a room. And uh, this is where we find out that Chris Penn is from Miami because he refers to his, quote, Sweet Miami love muscle is a line he actually says in this movie. What the? F- when he, he wants to go out and he wants to find a lady and he's going to give her his sweet Miami love muscle. How is that fair to us? You know, they could have just said he's from like northern Texas or anyway. Oklahoma, but Miami? Why does it got to be from Miami? Who the fuck is from Miami? That's a cow. I, I'm sorry. It doesn't exist. I, I'm just sorry. I, maybe that's the whole thing. Oh, man, could you believe it? Imagine this. We had a cowboy from Miami. What? Get this. I got this great idea. Dude. Cowboys from Miami. Just when they think they know, we're going to throw a twist. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. So, anyway, they're at this dive bar. I think, like, the only bar in town, that's probably the only one around. Whatever town they're in, I don't even say where the, where the tryouts are. No, Nashville. It, um, it says Nashville on the door. Like Nashville. They're in Nashville. I, I believe they're in Nashville. And they picked this bar out of all the things in Nashville. <laughs> it's funny, too. They could have said that this guy's from Nashville, too. But he could have been. Why, why that would have made sense. Why wasn't this in a Miami cowboy bar? <laughs> and this is the divey. And I love di- I love me a dingy, dark, Nasty ass dive bar. Yeah, I love it. So I this bar that they're in looks like a place I would want to go have a beer at. I would definitely hang out in this bar. But Virgil, he spills as we were saying, spills his Irish coffee on this woman. I'm oh, sorry. Almost on purpose. It looks like like he he's sitting at the bar and she's walking almost behind him. So he like turns to accidentally bump in and spill. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did that burn you? No, not at all. He didn't make well, this bartender, hot, enough. Yeah. hot enough. Bartender, Irish coffee's just supposed to be. And then Eric Roberts and Tommy are sitting there like, what the fuck? But then they end up dancing together. And then they look at each other and go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Holy crap, it worked. So they're out there dancing. 
Uh, and I mean, again, Eric Roberts' hair. Look at look at this picture here. He's got it parted down the middle and almost bangs as it swoops back over his ear, and then it turns into like some kind of Jessica Simpson looking uber curly wavy thing. It's like a fucking. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. It, it's well, an M- M.C. Escher drawing of all these different <laughs> directions and planes coexisting in the same place. You're absolutely right. Jessica Simpson, in a recent interview, said that she drew a lot of inspiration for her hairstyle personally. From Eric, Eric Roberts, Roberts and this. That, and that makes perfect sense. Because Best of the Best was my favorite movie. And Julia Roberts actually spent most of her salary paying people off. Like, I need a career, and I have to counteract my brother's hair somehow. Being it. So he started getting roles where he had to have short hair, and then his career, and then he was doing, like, Lifetime movies straight to TV, and she got the career, and of course she had to play her hair up. I mean, she has a huge red hair, because, I mean, look what she's fighting. Look look what she had to battle with in this thing. I mean, it's goddamn luxurious. (laughs) You want his hair. What if we get you a wig? I want any hair, honestly, (laughs) at this point. But, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to, Oh, you can buy your hair. own hair. I would do. Devil, look how silky and wonderful <laughs> this is. <laughs> it's really great hair, man. Like the entire movie, well, except it's, for I guess at the very end. Well, it's a little it's, flustered, it's back but in the, well, yeah, filled with blood and stuff. A little bit. When your daughter bit. starts dating people, you know, later on, you're like, I uh, you know, come back and run my fingers through all my hair and be like, ah, whip my hair back and forth. Whip my hair. Yeah. You got your daughter dating someone. You're like, I oh, gotta make sure he's got good hair. Yeah, you won't like them. You'll treat all the bullshit kids like That's fuck. Right. Kick them out of the what house. Your parents like Al Bundy. Look like. <laughs> What's your hair genetic situation? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Cool. We can work with that. Uh, all right. Dad, I think you're in love with my boyfriend's hair. Maybe. Have you not seen it? Yeah. Silky, smooth. When he moves, soft. When to he the moves touch. his head, it mo- The hair moves as one unit and bounces ever so slightly. Yeah, when he moves his head, stays there for just a moment, and then gets whipped. Whipped. Dad, you're being weird again. (laughs) Dad, stop it. It's loose and bounces, but yet stays in one tight, cohesive unit. It's amazing. Dad's doing it again. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, if nothing else, watch the movie for the hair. Um, Best of the best hair. Best of the best hair. For sure, best of the best hair. Uh. Okay, so Chris Penn, our, our Miami Cowboy, who's just a giant racist asshole in this movie. His whole character trait is I am a racist asshole. Everything I do, every interaction I have, I'm a racist asshole. Oh, if you're another white guy, well, then I'm just an asshole. <laughs> but I've got to make sure that I'm an asshole no matter what I do all the time everywhere. So he hits on this girl, and he's obviously an asshole. Like he's the Oh, type, yeah, when she's walking into the bathroom. type of guy hitting on a girl with it, like... Yeah, girls, maybe you go out to the bar and you want to get picked up, you want to be flirted with, you want to, but yeah. you don't You don't want the asshole picking you up. And that's what Chris Penn's He's doing. He's not even trying to hide it. No. He asked the girl when she's walking in, uh, what, are you going number one or number two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so good. I just need to know if I'm going to eat your ass later, if we need to wash first or what's going on. What's you know, the situation it here? It's Miami muscle. Wanna- oh, yeah, dude. Well, Miami's got a lot of Cubans, and you know Cuban women got that. Booty. I got that dumper. So he's got to be about butts, right? He's got to be an ass man. He's got to be. He just wanted to smell it. Have you seen the size of his? No. He's not in shape in this movie. For being picked out of all of the people in the United States to be one of the top 
five fighters we're going to send. He is a fat dude. Yeah, that sucks, too. <laughs> you are not in shape. Your foot can't get above your waist, much less high kick to the head. Why are you here? How did he get this fucking picture? <laughs> right? It makes no sense. But he starts dancing with this girl, and I think she agrees to dance with him because she's pissed off at Kane Hodder. Yeah. Like, this is all just a vindictive move on her part. Right, so some guy's got a cigarette in his mouth, and Tommy doesn't want to fight, but he kicks the cigarette out of his mouth just to show how fucking fast, Ooh. how high he can kick, and how much control he has. Oh, puke. Oh, God. It took it till now to realize it was gone. Yeah, so there we go. That's Jason right there. And she kisses him. And she's kissing Chris Penn. Ugh. Go away, What's the worst thing you've away. ever had to do in your life? Well, I did have to Chris kick kiss Chris Penn. And by the way, look camera. at the, he's got a gorgeous mullet oh, yeah. here, too. Jason has yeah. a mullet. That's a here, beaver tail, like, dude. Finally, I'm in a movie where I don't have to have nasty, bulbous, rotten head in a hockey mask. <laughs> I want to show off my mullet. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes, he goes to punch Chris Penn, who dodges the punch, and Kane Hodder ends up oh. punching the girl in the face. Right in the face. And then what does he see after that? Well, that's a good move, Bert. Don't take any lip from her. <laughs> Don't take any lip from her, that's right. <laughs> That is so funny. Gotta show them women who's boss. I'm a Miami cowboy. (laughs) So anyway, the fight breaks out. These four guys, and I say four, not five, because Eric Roberts is out on the payphone out front talking to his son until a head comes breaking through the wall, right? Yep. And then he's like, ah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, it's on mom, yeah. Uh, Because Walter was on there earlier. Walter was was asking if he can drive his car. Yes, no, you can't drive. You can't drive because you're nine... Yeah, what, give me the idea. Where do you? Why do you have my keys? Yeah, seriously, what's going on? So yeah, that also that's where they plant that little seed about yeah. his son wanting to drive. Uh, so the other four of the guys are just kicking the shit out of everybody in the bar. And right? By the way, it sounds like the Foley. Oh, yeah, artist. you did want to play a bit of the Foley work. Let in me this. see if I could get it. Yeah, they're just. It's like the the. Yeah. Uh, I got yeah, anyway, so anyway, like really bad punch sounds, and everything's getting broken. Everything. It's not just beer bottles and pool cues. It's the lights over the pool table. It's every chair, every table, random uh, decorative posts. Yeah. Like the guy comes crashing through. Yeah. Dude, they broke the ping pong table. That, I mean, I mean that's it looks a ping like pong the, the machine. Pinball. Yeah. Pinball. That's right. Everything. And by the way, look, he says it's called the Little Nashville Club. The Little Nashville Club. Nashville so that Club. could so be the name a of it. suburb just outside of Nashville. Look that. Is that a real place? I'm, I'm going to look it up right on now. it. All right. So anyway, they just everybody, or these four guys are beating the crap. And then Eric Roberts does come in eventually, and I think he, like, punches one guy. Yeah, once. he just walks in and walk, just walk, cracks walk by, doesn't even break his stride and just, plap, side punches the you dude in the face. You don't know who that you're, I guess you're fighting everybody that except these four you're not, you're not one of my four dudes, so, plow, punch. So, and James Earl Jones and Don, is that his little lackey? Uh, I don't know what his name was. Who Don has to room with uh, the Italian guy who's only made this movie and nothing else, and that's when he's talking about, I got every stat on every fighter in the whole world. You want to know stuff? I got it right here, blah, 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 blah. Uh, not that that comes to shit. But anyway, so they come in, and they sit at the bar and watch this fight happen <laughs> for another five minutes, and it's not until the last person is dead, the last bar stool is broken, the last window shattered, that finally James Earl Jones goes, Gentlemen, break it up! <laughs> break it up! 
then we get, uh, I say this is Quentin Tarantino's favorite part of the movie. Because we get the lady's feet and legs coming out of the car. And we just follow her as she walks up to the building, right? Uh, this is our sensei. And looking so fucking sexy, dude. She is. She's, she's got a nice set of calves, I guess. Well, that's because the Who's heels. a calf man? Uh, yeah, it is probably because of the heels. Heels would help with that. Um, so she's there to help train and share her knowledge of the East because obviously a blonde white woman from California is absolutely your trusted source on but she's Eastern philosophy, and she is a sensei. Mm-hmm. She's a sensei? Yeah. Yeah. She didn't even say what kind of belt she had. She's no, like, she oh, and I hold, I hold a belt in Taekwondo. Uh, they have several of them. Yeah. And the lowest one is a white. Guess what? The the moment you enlist, you have a white belt, which means you have a belt in Taekwondo, <laughs> Which means lady. you've taken one class. Yes, right. <laughs> that means you paid your deposit. Okay, we'll hire you. We know at least you've taken one Taekwondo yeah. class. That's enough for Sensei for me. Enough. Enough. Break it up. Uh, so anyway, she sits to talk to them, and the first time we see her, her hair is puffing out. It is 89, so obviously... That was hair. the look. You've got to have the huge puffy hair. It looks like a, a cat in a fight, just standing up like that. There was uh, a lot of... Uh, <sighs> a whole almost, lot of hair Almost Top Gun-esque scenes with her, and just her the hair? way that they were shot. Yeah, just all of that. It, it seemed very familiar. I was just wondering the Aquanet budget. <laughs> Oh, they, they probably sponsored half of the budget. Uh, they had to have. I mean, the amount of... Because that was back when hairspray was just like fucking glue. You just sprayed in your hair. When we had all the whatever... What is it? CDCs? The things that we found out are bad for the environment? CFCs? CFCs, yeah. Not CDCs. <laughs> all those Center for Disease Controls. Yeah, all of those places. <laughs> anyway, her hair uh, is is impressive. I mean, that picture right there, it's... You got no, her her head, and then it's like another six inches up. Bump it. It's almost Peg Bundy status. Like, it's <laughs> way up there. Or Elvira. Remember the lady that was hosting all those? Big hair was always a thing and for was, women back then. It's starting to have it. I mean, it's always stayed there in the South. Up, she showed up and saw Eric Roberts walk by and goes, God damn. damn. I got to step it up. <laughs> Holy shit. God damn. All right. So, anyway, they're back in the room. Uh, we got Alex and Tommy talking, and it's like, you got any brothers or sisters? No good night, Alex. Yeah, because he was just well, starting to read. that seems like that might mean something. <laughs> he was just starting to read a magazine article, and then yeah. that's when he had, you had any brothers, sisters? Oh, good night, Alex. Turns off the light. <laughs> <laughs> he, gets so, he got so offended, like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I can't talk to this guy. Yeah. Just a question, buddy. All right, so that might. How was school today? Fuck! Well, good night. <laughs> Fuck this! <laughs> I'm going fishing! <laughs> Uh, so, and then we're back in the, the, the classroom where they find out who they're paired up with, right? Because everybody's paired up with somebody. Yeah. Like, you find out you're fighting Dehan, you're fighting Joe Schmo, you're fighting Billy Bob, whatever. And Those so, are weird Asian names. Yeah, well, hey, man, you know. <laughs> it's a weird they, they, all, they got the Ellis Island chop job. Jim Bob Quan. <laughs> <laughs> we had to anglicize it a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and so, what the fuck? Sorry, I messed it up. Well, we, we find their opponents, and we, Tommy has to fight Dehan. Yeah. And this is where we get the first of many flashbacks, right? Uh, so this is where we find out why he doesn't want to talk about his brothers, because Dehan killed, killed his brother years ago in this exact tournament. Yep. And, and he's, he's a little kid. Tommy's a kid eating an ice cream cone, 
and he pulls a, a pearl necklace with it, and it bounces across the floor when he sees his brother die. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so does this part happen after or before we see the legs? Because according to I this, it's after. after the legs. Yeah, we've already met the sensei. We meet the sensei. Oh, interesting, because... And then they, she talks to them, whatever. They're sitting on the mat, stretching, and she's like, Hi, I'm a sensei. I know all this stuff. And they're like... I'm going to teach you, you know, how to meditation. cleanse your spirit. And, yeah. We have a very powerful adversary in the Koreans. Her eyes wow. are creepy, too. Like, I don't know if she's supposed to be a sex symbol, but she looks... That look you just paused on looks like something from Pet Cemetery, or like it's creepy. Oh, okay. Um, so, so yeah. yeah so the, then they're in the room, and this is where I asked about the brother, okay, blah I see blah, that. blah. And then, so we do get a bit of like them training in South Korea training. <laughs> South Korea, is, like, they're like bare knuckle push ups on concrete. Oh, yeah, coming down the stairs doing push ups, yeah. like brutal. And oh then, yeah, and it's it's sort of a juxtaposition yeah. with uh, with how they're training they're like, like pussies in mm-hmm. sweatsuits with pads, and and Korea's like karate chopping they're trees doing, in a forest in the dead of yeah. winter, and they're doing wheelbarrow pushups downstairs. Downstairs, yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, bare knuckles on concrete. No man, no thanks. But yeah, also concrete stairs that they're wheelbarrow pushing down. So they're being way more hardcore than our pampered little guys. Is the thing. Uh, Chris Penn is super racist again, because when he finds out he, you know, you're fighting South Korea, so everybody, no matter what, you're going to end up fighting an Asian guy. You better brush up on your Asian. Uh, he has jokes a problem there. with anything Asian, so he's he's. I'm surprised we don't ever get. We don't really get any. He does call. He does say yellow a lot, but we don't. We don't get the G word. What do your boys say? Think he's yellow. Yeah. So what about it? Yellow, huh? Huh? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I love that response. And then they all laugh. Obviously, I'm an Asian guy. You can tell. And then what? He's talking to the Buddhist one because he's eating like ramen. Yeah. If you keep eating that, your eyes are going to start slanting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. God. Are you happy he, he's dead from cough syrup? <laughs> Sipping on that scissor. I mean, his character in this, I guess his character from the Reservoir Dogs, yeah, we were talking about, is very homophobic, but I don't know Chris Penn personally. Maybe he's not racist as a human. I mean, most likely not. It's just, it's a, just a, role. It's a role in it's a movie. Just, it's just what I'm doing here, man. I just got paid to call a guy yellow. Get off my nuts. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, now we get more, well, always more training, more training. They obviously did not watch any of the Rocky movies, and this is 89, so four Rocky movies have been out by this point okay. to show them how to effectively do a montage. Yeah. And they did not watch any of well, them because this shit is terrible. In the music in these montages was very Eye of the Tiger-like. A little bit, yeah. There's a lot of... Yeah, but that, I mean, that was in Karate Kid. That wasn't all the... Yeah. I mean, it was just the movie you know, of the time. Like, this is how you do this. And yeah, you we need that driving, that driving synth bass drum rhythm beat, or something. Yeah, yeah. you got to have that. Yeah. But I tried to sync Eye of the Tiger to the lyrics of The Best of the Best, and uh-huh. it doesn't quite work. Well, yeah, because the song here during this montage is called Best of the Best. Yeah. We get a title track for best this movie. Best of the 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 Best. It's like horrible 80s vocals. Well, leading up before watching the movie, because this was my first time, just from the, the title, Best of the Best, I was trying to imagine, you're the best around. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to be 
whatever they say, that, <laughs> yeah. which is Karate Kid. Oh, is it? Which okay. is which is this movie is just adult Karate Kid. That's really all <laughs> we're doing here. But, but not quite Bloodsport. Oh, definitely not. Oh, not even the same league. Don't how I dare you would... solely the name Bloodsport by comparing it to this, which is coming up soon, obviously. Yeah, and I have an idea of what's next. Actually, oh, Bloodsport, I love it so much. Uh, all right, so we get we do get a we get a spin kick. Chris Penn. Well, Chris Penn stunt double. Who are we kidding here? Because it's filmed from behind. It's definitely not Chris Penn. But he's doing a spin kick uh, up high because he's kicking a speed bag. Ah. There's, a, you know, the speed bag where you're supposed yeah, yeah. to punch above your head, but he's like spin kicking it, which is a move that Van Damme pulls actually himself because the camera's facing him Ooh. and it's set up one shot and he spins like three or four times and kicks it every so time he does every time so he's doing it perfectly and you can tell it's him whereas we got to get a stunt double to do it because chris penn sucks every time i saw a uh, like a round kick like that i i would always say roadhouse roadhouse <laughs> uh, which also i said it a movie. lot i said it you a would lot. say it a lot in this but uh anyway i wanted to compare this to van damme scene of blood because Van Damme is a machine. If it comes to anything involving legs, any kind of spin kicks or splits, that man is not human. There we go. They're working on the combo. One, two, duck. One, two, duck. One, two, duck. And they're using machines. It's like a guitar. The only actual um, instrument is the guitar. Oh, yeah, everything else is... They've been able to perfect Sample. everything else. The, the, the drums, the bass, the synths, all that other crap. But then no. you got some guy who idolizes Eddie Van Halen to come in. I wanted to mention, too, back when they learn who their opponents are going to be, uh-huh. how they, they're watching a video of them, and yeah. they're, like, busting, like, concrete stones and shit. Yeah, they, there and was one where the guys, boards. like, holding three concrete slabs back-to-back. And then do it. Yeah, yeah. And they chop through those. Upright, so you have to chop sideways. Uh, My much more issue difficult, with that difficult. is that if you watch it in slow motion, because it watch it plays it in slow motion, it's like kick, like they go flying, like they're they're not like they're light. Of course, I mean obviously oh, right, they're right, all right. foam, but if you notice that they don't just if you break stone, it's it's gonna fall right to the yeah. ground. But you see, it's like that's just how much force they have, man. <laughs> that's how hard they hit it. The Koreans can kick it, man. Of course they can kick it. Oh, can we kick it? Yeah. When I say kick it, I want you to one time just kick it. Come on, Kyle. Call chaos. When I, fucking you bitch. You one time just kick it. What the fuck? Fucking bitch. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so then Alex has to leave because his son Walter got hit by a car. Yeah. Riding his bike. He's riding his bike, yep. which, which you taught him to do. So this is all your it's fault, all your dad. Fault. Yeah. And James Earl Jones won't let him leave. Rules are rules. Oh, I thought he got into the car and got in no, the he didn't. car wreck. Uh, he, he was riding his bike, got hit by a car. I just want to let you know I was in and out of this movie. And like, James Earl Jones time. won't let him go. Like, you've got to make your choice. It's not even a choice. It's my son. He's overacting the crap out of this scene about having to leave. because it's like, it's we so live he, in three days. Yeah, so he leaves. He takes off. He's going to go take, going to go care for his kid because he's a, he's a good dad. Right? Yeah. Um. There, there's not even a choice. He doesn't have any like, oh man, this is a tough decision. Oh, I really got to think yeah. about it. Just, just straight. That's my son. You, it's my yeah. kid. You know I'm the going. program. Three months, no distractions, no exceptions. 
Those are the rules. Don't talk to me about rules, coach. My kid might lose the his leg. We all have our priorities. What? <laughs> what? Are you telling me that if I leave, I can't come back? That's right. That's right. That's right. That should have been in the That's right game. Played the That's Right game. What the hell is wrong with you? It's funny. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm not in your place, Grady. We'll leave for Korea in three days. It's your choice. There is no choice. Oh. I'm out of here. So he you can watch choice. my hair bounce as I walk away. <laughs> his hair is pissed off. I hate to oh, see dude. him go, but I love to watch him yeah, leave. His, <laughs> his hair is like standing up and hissing at James Earl Jones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do like, he's just, are you fucking serious? We have priorities? My son over a, goal, uh, a tournament. I mean, he's not wrong, though. He's not wrong. By the way, he's wearing a sweet-ass members-only jacket. I just Dude, I noticed know. that. Sorry. Uh, the members-only jacket. <laughs> yeah. Are those back? Can we still get those? Members I've never been jacket? able to find the membership to get one of yeah, those I jackets. I, I had one. It was a hand-me-down. I got uh, it from someone who wasn't my but it was a denim one. Ooh. Oh, it was sexy. Oh, no. It was sexy. Oh, I loved it. Every time I put it on, I was like, Fuck, I'm I've cool. always wanted one. <laughs> I'm so cool. Holy fuck. I am about to buy one on Amazon here I, in a second. I got it. As we buy two. Buy two. <laughs> I had it uh, I had it in my LA days, like when I during music school. So I'd show up to fucking oh, I, was, I was in guitar <laughs> school. Did you have patches sewn on it? Members jacket. Oh. Did you have patches sewn no, on no, it? No, no. Uh, it was it was virgin. Okay. It was clean. All right. Yeah. Oh God. I was that. I was so cool. Sixty bucks, by the way, on Amazon if you guys there you want go. You get a members only jacket. Uh, I, uh, so I'm also, a member of Amazon, so, so they, <laughs> technically I'm a member. Uh, I, I did want to point out that his leaving is very Rocky too. So I guess they did watch Rocky, not for montages, but uh, medical condition in the hospital, putting off same plot, putting off the whole thing until the very last. Here's your minute. jacket. Boom. <laughs> that's not exactly the same one, but that's very close, dude. That is so 80s. It uh, has these. I like, think mine was more of a like a white denim look. Like faded, or j- I mean, I guess that's technically sometimes faded. they have like the white, and yeah. Anyway, either way, guys, uh, if you guys want to, I'm, I'm sure that the people <laughs> now that we have video feed going are really loving watching us look at members only. Jackets I think we'll, yeah. I think eventually so, we'll have to like uh, project project it on yeah. the back or something. That'd be uh, cool. So anyway, the, the, this is Rocky Two. Adrian goes into a coma and he puts everything off until the very last minute when she finally wakes up because he's not going to do anything without Adrian. Big priority. That's the priority. It's not mm-hmm. even a question. So this this reminded me of that. Um, so finally, his kid wakes up. That that stalled the movie for all of what two or three minutes before his son wakes up. They didn't really draw that out very long. And he goes back and he's like, "You want me to beg? All right, I'll beg. This is all I know, other than welding cars. <laughs> the only yeah. thing I'm good at, <laughs> other than an actual paying career. This is all I know. Well, nope, you can't come back." I mean, he probably had benefits, retirement, yeah. part of the union. I mean, he probably had a good gig. Right? I'm sure he did. Um, so they, he tells him he can't come back, and James Earl Jones tells Don to call the alternate. They had so is that right? Why wouldn't you have the alternate training yeah. with yeah, you? None of these guys have been <laughs> training this whole time. Yeah, that's not a very good move. So then tr- Tommy gets pissed off. Because he can't kick a thing hard enough, and James Earl Jones like, you're holding back. And so mm-hmm. he gets mad and tries to leave, and he gets on his motorcycle, and Alex is like... Very top gun Yeah, it is. He's like, I want to be here and can't be. You can be here, and you're choosing to leave. If you leave, you're an asshole. Just straight up calls him an asshole. 
And he still starts his bike and runs off. Yeah, yeah. Asshole! That's the sound his bike makes as he fires it up. Asshole! 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 Um, so yeah, the whole speech, the whole thing meant nothing because he still drives off. So now the team's all screwed up. We lost the only two fighters anybody knows and cares about. Now we're stuck with these three assholes. He left here. Um, and then Tommy's also, he's winding, he's, he's on the windiest road. And California's got a lot of windy roads, but this has got to be the windiest road that's ever been a fucking way. He is just cruising along on his bike. He's dealing with his man emotions. And that's something that in 80s and 90s movies, your hero always has to be either in a car or on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. on a road by themselves, some shitty song playing, dealing with their man emotions. Because that's the only way is to sternly look introspective. And that's yeah. how you deal with your man emotions. And Berlin wasn't willing to sell the rights to one of their songs for this, so they had to go no. with another one. Had to, <laughs> couldn't get Survivor. I was down. Uh, Kenny Loggins was like, is this going to be a blockbuster? No, you can't have one of my songs. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the Sorry, rules. Sorry, I'm busy. That's the rules for 80s movies. Every blockbuster has got to have Kenny Loggins. I promise you this is not going to be a blockbuster. You do not get one of my songs. No way. <laughs> so instead you get a Sammy Hagar ripoff singing, you're the best of the bill. So I hate Sammy Hagar so much. Sammy Hagar sucks. Asshole. There it is again. And he yeah, has to gas up. Has to gas up his asshole machine. He sees some yeah. kids. And he does see brothers. some kids. Oh, yeah. brothers. Oh yeah. And one of them drops an ice cream drops cone. And he's cream. like, oh my god, that reminds me of my Martha Wayne moment. Yeah. And then the other brother hands his ice cream cone over. He's like, oh, sometimes you do things for your brothers. Yeah. They're a team. <gasps> I believe in teamwork now. I'm so glad that I assholed my way into this gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. All right, all right. <laughs> so uh, we have Catherine, our sensei, is yelling at James Earl Jones, like, don't be so harsh. And he, I have to be harsh, but you can't be so hard. But I, uh, 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 Tommy's brother was my fault. Yeah, well, and then upon finding that, it just changes everything. Because yeah. even from the viewer, viewer's perspective, you just thought, oh, he's just a hard ass about discipline, yeah. commitment, blah. And then you find out, oh, shit. Like, he was the coach that got the kid killed, and, and he, he short to happen again. Yeah, he short he short sold them and training them and getting them ready, and he's like, I can't let that happen again. Yeah. That's on me. So now we're like, oh, he also has motivation. Uh, so then the whole team approaches him like, look, man, without Alex and Tommy, we are literally unknown people. They are the only two that have billing in this movie. They should probably be back on the team. And uh, it doesn't seem like it goes over well. Like, he doesn't seem to give a shit or doesn't listen to him. He just hears him and walks away. And walks off. But he does end up going to Alex's house. Right? No. He opens the door and he's there. Well, it was the same hotel room, so it might have been, like, his last day to pack shit up. But it was the same hotel room. But he, like, yeah. Oh, well, he goes and he... You don't see the scene between them. It's just like opens the door and James Earl Jones is standing there and you're just like, ah, got it. Okay, move on. Yeah. And they move on. Um, And so then, uh, yeah, we got Tommy got his gas and uh, the whole brother thing. Oh, (laughs) I do have a line here. Aren't older brothers great? I wish I had mine and he wasn't kicked to death by the very guy that I'm too scared to fight right now. (laughs) (laughs) So... He suddenly shows up, and they're all there just in time to make to the plane. They get on the plane, and they're like, he's, yeah, he's running across the airport, 
which you could do. This is the 80s, so you could just run through airports, like oh, yeah, no pass the ticket counter, hop through security, whatever. It's all very lax. Get it? Because they're in LA, LAX. <laughs> ah, it looks like Eric Roberts' hair made it back. Yeah, uh, discount James Spader's there. Eric Roberts did fit his hair into that jacket somehow. Yep. Um, so we finally get to the finale. We're in South Korea. We're about, here. About time. One We're hour here. now in the movie. And, uh, yeah, they're doing their thing. They've got a whole ceremony going on. And uh, James Earl Jones gives you another speech where he says the title of the movie he does. Of the best. He yells at them, you've got to be the best of the best. All right. He says the title of the movie. Yeah, he says it. So, also, if this is like a, a whole world tournament, why is it just U.S. and South Korea? They never no, talk it's about... No, it's not a world. It's just a Korea versus U.S. That's tournament. it. Yeah. That they do every year? Uh, I think it was every three years is what they Every three said. years was just America fights South Korea and Taekwondo for well, some I, reason. I, well, I think they... South Korea just fights a different country every three years. I think that's, mm. that was, at least that's what I got from it. All right. From the international game. I hate that. I yeah. did not get that. Yeah. But, um, so, Eric Roberts is surprised because his mom and son are there, and he finds out James Earl Jones bought him. Oh, you do have a heart. Oh. Oh, did he pay for him to get Yeah, black? he got him there. Because he looks at James Earl Jones like, what are they doing here? And he just, like, dismisses it. And he oh, mou- don't worry And he mouths. Thank you. And he's crying a bit. And James Earl Jones turns. And then once he turns away from Eric Roberts, he almost almost has a tear. Almost has a solitary tear, but he's still too manly for that yet. But he does soften. Like his 1% little face softening. So, yeah, we got people in the bars back home watching this. We're all built up. I want to I want to say something about the scene with the people in the bar. Yeah. That I believe that you thought every, they were all watching Ron Burgundy? No. <laughs> <laughs> but every movie that has some sort of international sporting competition always includes some sort of bar scene of the locals watching yeah. the competition. Well, like, yeah. I'm just You do the same thing now like when there's a pay-per-view UFC fight. People you, go to maybe the bars. some some one of you, somebody you know pays for it to have it at their house, yeah. but there's going to be a bar that does it and you pay your yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that's just, like, you have, like, if oh, you you're going to have that kind of movie, you have to have that Abs- scene. Oh, Cool sure. runnings. Cool runnings. Got to have it. Yeah. Right. Because then, as it's going on, you need to be able to cut back and see what us here in America are feeling about yeah. the situation. Yeah. You but I wonder, was that it. the same bar that they got into a fight in? Because that's it, never laid out, unless I missed that. What bar the, the locals are watching? Yeah. It could be, like, hey, now that they kicked the shit out of all of us, <laughs> we support them. Yay! And that's what they're doing? Yeah. Or they just... It's supposed to be a different bar, but they filmed it in the same one because, you know, they paid for the location. Might as well. Might as well, right? Use it. Same with that soccer field. <laughs> uh, all right. So, first up, we get Grasso, the Italian guy. And he just, I mean, he just gets beat real quick. Like, we just gloss over this. The <laughs> Korean guy just basically walks straight through him. It uh, doesn't do much. And then Virgil does all right. Does okay, but still big old boot to the face and loses. Yeah. Uh, then Chris Penn is third. So we're we're well behind in points, and his fight's already going on quite a bit. Like, we jump, jump in on, like, almost the end of Chris Penn's fight. Yeah. And he's getting some big hits in, and he's, like, bringing our points up almost to tie it. Uh, and his fight ends in a tie. Mm-hmm. Which they oh, had already established. Movie I played where the guy knocked him down as he's trying to get up. He 
kicks him and stomps on his face and puts him back to the mat. <laughs> uh, illegal move. And so he's like the, the Korean fighting uh, Chris Penn keeps losing points for them. Let's take you all out now. How's behave yourself? Let's folk out, Kim Chi, and I'm going to hit a home run on your base, boy. It might be exactly what Ripley... Kim Chi. But, uh, he does well. He's he the first, first American that does well and is holding his own, but it's still their bout ends in a tie, so they have mm-hmm. to go to the... Brick-breaking. The brick-breaking. Where you see more of this obviously real bra- brick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Breaking. Oh. These are definitely not set up to break... You know, like pre-broken stuff like they do in movies. Absolutely not. Oh, no. This was actual solid foam that they were hitting. No wonder. <laughs> they don't have to pre-break um, shit. So, I do actually have the line, I'm going to hit Homer on your face. I'm glad you played that clip. So, they go to do it, and he breaks all but, like, two. I think it was yeah. three. Or three. Because he does the, the punch straight down. Mm-hmm. Like, he's coming, dumb. coming fist straight down. And he gets, here we go. Yeah, three left. Three left. But then the, the South Korean does the overhand like he brings his hand the up ridge, thumb over his shoulder down. and thumb first down onto it. Which Smaller surface area. He, I, I'm I just he's making it harder on him. They were punching trees. I know they have the, that with yeah. the bottom of their hand. So you'd think he would use the bottom of his hand, right? But, but he, you he, don't know exactly that he wasn't. So you have to assume that he was. And also, but like it's he, a smaller the, surface area. You're exerting to, the same amount of force. The way it's he has be to twist to his body, like you're not getting as much, you're not getting as much force behind that. He, yeah, but you he, have a smaller he's, surface he's area. He's so confident, is what I'm saying. That he's he's showboating, is what he's doing. How many bricks did he break? All but one. Yeah, I know. No, but I, but my away. argument is saying that by him using his knuckle like that, it's a smaller surface area, so it might be less through. force. But it's more of an impact, like force. In one spot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, but it's concentrated. That's a thumb knuckle. That's just gonna fucking your knuckle's gonna shatter. A, yeah, a, dude. a woman's high heel exerts less f- or more force on the ground than an elephant's foot. Just try to hit something just like surface that, dude. area. So think about it. Like it, it may be less then force. Why do people want women in high heels to stomp on their junk? <sighs> I don't know, man. That's bro. It's amazing. Okay, that's, take it easy. Hey. Ask him. <laughs> don't kink don't shame. knock it till you don't, try don't, it, motherfucker. Don't kink shame me. Don't kink shame me. All right, I'm just doing it for motto someone. of the show. So bro. anyway, dude wins the the concrete break, and he's like, "Why do you have to count them? Yeah, what are you even <laughs> counting them for? Yeah." Uh, so then next we get Alex. We get Eric Roberts, Alex. whose hair is tied back and reined in and not able to fly free. Was this? Is this the first man bun? No, it's not a man. Oh, it's a straight it's a, ponytail. It's a ponytail. Oh, it's a ponytail. It's okay. straight up ponytail. Yeah, it's, it's, Although I think he has two ties in it. So like man. he has the one that's keeping it tight to the top of his head, but then as it falls down, he has it kind of tied in again at the base. It that's looks a, like it's two it, different ones. Yeah. Uh, so right. the one to put it into a ponytail, and then another one to keep it like tied close to the head, so it doesn't go whipping around. All right. He has like an anchor. <laughs> an anchor. It's an anchor. anchor for his ponytail because that thing's got a life of its own. It does. Um, and he does great. Uh, we actually see the whole fight. He's got a weird starting stance when they come yeah, and they, like, they, they bow and it, he's just like... And Wah. he puts his hands up almost like he's doing the ole, like the uh, the matador stance kind of thing. Almost. Like the praying mantis. A but there bit. was there was no... There was nothing on that. Like, no, but then once, once it's like time to go, he jumps down into a, a stance. Yeah. That's just like his waiting to start pose. Sure. Whatever, man. Whatever floats your hair. I'm going to take your head off. 
Take your head off. So yeah, I mean, he does a great job, and he is getting, he's making up a lot of the point difference between South Korea and America. He he's got a lot. He's got three losers to overcome here. Got to make and up. He beats the absolute piss out of this guy. Remaining in the third round, both athletes are landing some incredible combinations. Although neither fighter seems able to seize the advantage. Yeah, they're kind of back and forth seesaw match at the moment. Oh, oh, nut trauma. So kicks him in the nuts there to drop him to his knees and then jumps up and brings his leg down on the plastic shoulder. Scissor kicks his fucking shoulder. He's hurt. And then all of a sudden he can't walk. Oh, yeah. You hear that little squeal? Yeah, because of his shoulder, he's in so much pain. All of a sudden, his right leg doesn't work. He can't even get up on his own feet. He's just crawling. He's I just that was funny. limping around, and he gets over to the side where they're like, "Oh, we got to help him." And the judge or the the ref is like, "Are we calling this? What's happened?" And James Earl Jones is even like, "I don't know." Two, Two minutes. No, I don't know. Four minutes. Two minutes. Pop it. Pop it. Pop it. Listen here, Alexander. You, Pop it. Pop lock it. it. Pop it, lock it, bop Drop it, it, twist it, <laughs> bop it, <laughs> lick it. So, bop it. Forget it, Alex. It's over. It's over. So yeah, he makes. Alex, it's no, over. Nope. Tommy, Tommy comes in. The writer of our movie grabs it, uh, puts his feet like one in the armpit, one up on top of the shoulder, and just yanks the oh, crap out of his yeah. arm. Pops Ooh. it. Pops it. If I'm not, it's over. I can hold him up for thirty seconds. God damn it! I said, David. Ah! In his defense, they did move his shoulder right as he was saying that line. So that was like a squeal mid-line. Like, I'm just trying to talk to you. So I take it he's in the lead, and all he has to do is try to hold him up for 30 seconds. All he needs to do is finish the time. I remember I was in and out of this part. Yeah, because if he he quits, they lose lose the points that he got. All the points that he has earned for the American team. So all he has to do is make it another 30 seconds. Let the time run out. And so he's coming in. He's got one arm bandaged to his body. Can't yeah, even move it. If I it. was the other guy, I would just go attack the shoulder all fucking yeah. day. Obviously, <laughs> you got a weak point. So they, they, they square up again. They're getting ready to fight. We get called. All right, here we go. Start. Go. And back to my stance. He can't do his stance now. Yeah, he's just going to yeah. avoid him all right, the whole so time. They, they circle a bit, but... All he has to do is run down the clock, but he doesn't run down the clock. Instead, he blocks, 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 punch to the body, punch to the face, cool. and then jump kick to the face. That would kill somebody, dude. out of the ring. Injured with one hand. Oh, I see why you mm. like this movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how awesome then, that kick was. Then we get the locals back at the bar. They're all up out of their stools. Everybody's excited. Like, man, all you had to do was milk the clock, but instead you beat the shit out of that. You kicked him out of the ring, bro. <laughs> I don't know whether Mark Wahlberg all of a sudden. <laughs> but so now he closed it from like Korea had 29 and America had negative 30 or whatever it was. <laughs> like we were so far behind. But now that we just saw the scores are 22 29. 22 to 29. And we get Dehan versus Tommy. And so they stand there. All right, you know, I've been scared of you my whole life. Here's this is the ultimate culmination of my entire existence. Uh, and, then, and then when they start it, bam, immediately punches them in the face. <laughs> yeah, Superman almost, punch. Almost illegal. Almost an illegal move. Like, it's right out of the gate. What's an illegal move in, in these kind of fights? I, see, this, I mean, I, I don't think the guy even fully gets the, like, where they drop their arm to start. 
Okay, I mean, it's so like, like before the he's bell. still <laughs> still going. The bell hasn't even stopped. He hit the guy's yet. hand just, coming yeah, in. Coming <laughs> Super cheap move. Um, so yeah, the guy like he he uh, he takes takes adv- or takes control right quick, dominates the fight from the get go. Like he's he's putting the work in on Tommy, pretty hard. Uh, he although Tommy does get some sweet kicks in because he's the only person in the well the only at least on the American team, that actually knows how to fucking do taekwondo. Uh, so he's getting some sweet kicks. We do get some nut trauma. There is some serious there nut is, trauma here. Yeah. Some definite nut trauma. Was it, was it a stomp? No, it was a kick, I think. It was a kick up into yeah. the narts. Yeah. Bam! So we just got to the, the p- face punch. He, like, jumped up. No, it may have been a punch to the... The nether region. Punch? I don't know. We, we've got the movie playing in the background as we talk <laughs> about it, so we'll eventually get to it. But there's, I do have a note about some serious nut trauma. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I described it if I would have finished my notes here. Dehan drops to the mat and then kicks up Ooh. into Tommy's berries. That's a legal move, right? Uh, everything apparently is. Well, even like if you're on the ground, you're at a complete disadvantage from people. So if you so- kick up. Yeah, you should. That's it's not in your. It's not your fault if you kick someone in the nuts. <laughs> You're kicking up. You have really no control. Hey, You're man, just trying to defend yourself. It was yourself. just the angle I was at. So all it is is a warning. He doesn't get any points taken away. He doesn't get anything. It's just hey, don't do that anymore. Is essentially all he gets. So, uh, so basically, to, you can get away with kicking someone in the balls in a fight yeah. once, like in a one. professional fight. You get away fight. with one of them. So you get a you get a good one in. Sure as long counts. as you can make it like not look intentional. You were trying to do it. Yeah. Because after Ooh, that, they super take Super sweet slow-mo giant spin kick there. Yeah, they, they drench their head real yeah. good. Yeah, so, so that, that all <laughs> the sweat comes flying off in slow-mo. Hey, it's a good shot. It was. It was really well done. Uh, but we get to the point in this final fight where Tommy either has to get six points or knock him out. Yeah. Right? If he um, doesn't knock me out first. Yeah. But, I mean, he... Uh, we never talk about the point system because it's like at some point they'll hit and be like, oh, point. And then another time it's like spin kick to the face, spin kick to the face, three punches, bun- punch the fuck out of you, knock it to the ground, and they don't say anything about points. So sometimes it's like six attacks that all cleanly land, no points. But a punch to the it, chest is a point somehow. I think it it's, depended on how much you incapacitate your opponent. Like if you cause them, like if they take it and just kind of keep coming, I think they let that. But if it makes them kind of... Take that pause, or what you're doing is it, it's it's basically a series of of little bouts. Yeah, and you win this one. All right, you over him. three minutes or whatever yeah. is what it was. And Maybe, but they don't talk about it much. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot in the scoring system for a while. I was like, how does it work? If they each have five, is it is it two out of three or you know three out of five? Or but it turns out it was they did clarify this. It was just total points, total points over yeah. the whole thing. So you, I mean, if four of your guys lose and that last one just dominates, nails you can it, still make then it, you can yeah. still win as a team. Yeah. You could be the best of the best. You could be the You would absolutely have to be the best of the best. That. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they fight. It's a pretty brutal fight. And obviously, this fight is the point of the movie because this is the only one we spend a lot of time on. And, uh, I mean, Tommy's hurting Dehan a lot more. Like, when it gets down to the wire, Tommy's like, he's bleeding a little bit. But Dehan's like, can't move one of his arms and he's limping and, like, well, I guess he's already one eye. It gives him this killer fucking kick, like a. Like a fucking step down kick with his heel. Yeah, oh, he got him. Drops yeah. a heel, and then this is where you get your. Oh yeah, your f- he kicks up 
so high, they're both standing, and he <laughs> kicks all the way up and then brings his heel down into his neck yeah. and shoulder. He dropped him down like a toilet oh, seat, Tommy. Dropped him like a toilet seat, Tommy. There's our opening line there, there yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Tommy's like a... He's a little bit beat up, for sure. But Dehan is like hardly standing. I mean, he is root. Yeah, he's getting his ass boot. And he's so they're getting ready for the last last go, you know, whatever, and he can't like he can't even stand there. And uh Tommy's like I got to knock him out. I got to win this thing. But the whole time, like during all the training, he didn't kick with his full potential. He held back and he didn't finish off his sparring partners. He's always holding back. And James Earl Jones yelled at him about holding back. Like, Dayhon's not going to hold back. You better never hold back. And here it is, the moment where he I, he shouldn't hold back. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, he's, yeah, yeah, he's getting flashbacks about his brother watching his brother's dead carcass bounce across the mat yeah, you see more of that footage but but yeah. uh going back to when uh to that bag where they were measuring the speed of their punches and kicks uh you know the camera pans down to show his feet getting into position uh-huh. right before oh, and, yeah, he, like, and we see that same thing come into effect here so it makes you think shit oh. he's he's gonna do it he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna do gonna... that one that fucking threw james spader's wannabe across <laughs> to the, the ground room. and knocked him out knocked him right but, out for a while but it was implying that he was gonna take yep. revenge for his brother and yep. that's when the coach and everybody was like no because we get yeah we get no. the flashback we get the mm-hmm. little foot shift yeah and you're like oh shit and that's when we get no, Tommy, no. Coach, he's going to kill him. Eric Roberts overacting. He's going to kill him. <laughs> no. He's just squeals and everybody's yelling in slow motion. No, Tommy, no. No. And the look on his face, I mean, he, he looks very intense here. here. Why doesn't Lee finish him? A knockout went in. Dayon his eyes are rolling on? back in his head. Dayon he's bleeding from multiple helped. points in his he face. He just has to... They're doing push the old him over. Like, push him over. They're doing the old Ric Flair bit, you know, in WWE where he just stands there like, like I'm oh, groggy. Oh, oh, oh. Like in wrestling video games, when you like hit somebody enough, yes. they stand there. Or and any like of them, this. Like, that's straight, when you can do your finisher. Like, well, like in, in Street Fighter, if you get a few in, then they have the, yeah. the stars around their head. Mortal Kombat has the fatality, but yeah, yeah it's all those where you, if you get enough unanswered hits, the opponent gets dazed and they just stand there weaving. Does that happen in real life at all? I've that's never been video- in a fight. I don't know. Well, several of them, I've, I've always just pulled one punch, knocked them out. just laid them right out immediately, of 150 course. 150 fights, I've always, I've knocked out every single one Man, of them, so I don't record. know. that's a good Yeah, we talked, and also your backwards elbow, we talked about that, I believe, in oh, yes. uh, Batman Begins, we talked about your yeah. reverse elbow move. I've done that yeah, at least a few times, at least two or three. I mean, 150 fights, I'm sure it's come up a few, yeah. See how nobody natural ex- it looks when I do yeah. it? Yeah, nobody expects the fucking Batwing. Yeah. That's what that movie would be called. Um, so Opposed anyway. to the bat wing in waiting. I don't know if you guys... Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, you stretch it out like paper. We actually, yeah, we actually have something uh, in, in my trade called the bat wing. When you have MC, like, the wire just has, like, a metal wrapping around it, right? So it's, I don't know, yay thick. And then you have a bat wing, which holds onto that and then use it to, like, sealing grid wire... Oh, I hate... It's like a clamp so or something, right? So it's like a little, right? weird little yeah. metal thing that has like a bulge in the middle that holds the MC and then these two little wings that come out of the side that use the clip on And they're called bat wings. And every time I think of waiting and Luis <laughs> Guzman talking about how you show your balls to people. <laughs> I was like, oh, can we call it anything else, please? The goat! He got, <laughs> yeah. he got the goat! Um, it's any- beautiful! So anyway, yeah, Dehan's standing here. And like you're saying, like he can just go and push him up. In fact, God, there's a movie... 
Oh, Bloodsport. To bring Bloodsport <laughs> up again. Van Damme does the splits. This guy's charging. It's like the sumo guy of the movie, you know. Huge dude. And he just, the guy's charging and he does the splits and punches up in the dude's nuts. Yes. And the dude just stands there all dazed. Again, like we're talking about, like what happened in Street Fighter or any fighting game. Just standing there and Van Damme like stands up slowly and is looking at him. And then just hand on the forehead pushes him over to the mat and ends the fight. <laughs> oh, could he Which have done is, that? That's all he needs to do because that's a, that'd knock him out. That'd be a knockout. That'd be a knockout, <laughs> and that'd win. All, he doesn't have to like strongest kick I can possibly muster into your head and kill you. There are millions of options you have here, Tommy. Yeah. You can punch him in the chest. You can sweep his legs out. You can push him on from the. Fo- you can grab him by the foot like a Braxis and take him to the ground. <laughs> yeah. You can just. Flick yeah, it. flick at his head. Yeah. Like, you could literally do anything other than murder kick, and you would be fine, and you would win. They just assume that's what he's going to do. But because he killed his brother, he's going to have to kill him, is, like, yeah. is the thing. Well, when my brother was killed, I, I didn't kill the... You, you didn't, know, I you didn't, didn't go you for just, the death kick. No? On this, on would the, you just bat wing him, or what? I just gave him the good old-fashioned goat. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, you'll find all that out when we finally get to waiting next decade. So, <laughs> 2032. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he just stands there. And they just stand there. And then time runs out. And they, the Koreans end up winning. Yeah. That was. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do a single thing. He just stands there, does what Alex could have done. But Alex got us a few more points, at least, by, by choosing to keep fighting. So then James Earl Jones and everybody comes out, and they're grabbing Tommy. Like, we're so glad that you did not murder this man. <laughs> yeah. In front we, of all we saw, people. We saw your one foot go a we, little bit, and we know that means understand. murder kick. We're too close to North Korea here, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can't cross these fucks. Well, I mean, I don't think North Korea would give a crap about what happened to South Korea. That's what well, the I don't whole think DMZ North Korea is all right? existed. Like, it was just Korea at that time, was it not? I, I spent most of the movie wondering 80, this. This is 89. No, man, the Korean War... So they were already split. They were already oh, split yeah. then. Okay. Because Korean War started in the 50s. The yeah, Korean okay. War that's, happened before Vietnam. That's what I thought, but I just thought it was weird that it wasn't labeled North or South Korea. It was just well, Korea. Yeah, but you can the, tell by the, the flag. The flag is, oh. is just South Korea. Oh, okay. They uh, feel like it's implied by the fact that they're able yeah, to be they, out on the world they, stage. They, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> fact that they can interact with the rest of the world. Yeah. They don't They don't ever say specifically South Korea, and they just always say Korea. Okay. Yeah, because they say Seoul, and Seoul is in South Korea. Yeah. I know These guys everything are Korea. I could know Korea. about you. Korea. He always says it weird, but yeah, I guess... Coral. When you say cool. Korea, you uh, you know you're you're dealing with South because obviously <laughs> North doesn't exist. You wouldn't be talking to North Korea. <laughs> yeah, they, they're not allowed to interact with the rest of the world at all. So, uh, we get to the award ceremony, which happens immediately. I mean, there is... They didn't even get no wiped cool off. They're still <laughs> dripping blood. Yeah, and sweat. Well, there's like, only five minutes left in the movie. Yeah, it just happens immediately. They all line up on their sides of the mat, and uh, South Korea gets all their medals, and America's just standing there, but then Dehan hobbles himself across the mat and gives a nice speech about brothers... I'm sorry, I killed you. In defeat is to earn victory and honor within. Can't even open his one good eye. Yeah, can't look at me in the eye. Too was a great fighter. I deeply regret your loss. Yeah, you're saying that now. And I offer myself. He's humbled. So he almost died, obviously. 
I offer myself as your brother. Yeah. That's a pretty powerful line, and right? And then he takes his medal off <laughs> uh-huh. and puts it over Tommy's neck. Now, that line, that, that is scene... That's a really good scene. It, yeah, well, and it, it gives some significance that that's the only English that's come from the Korean side uh, at yeah, this point. Like, this guy, like, it's all been, you know, their language and everything, but this scene... He like it. It gives a lot more more point. emotion and feeling yeah, to for it. Sure. And Eric Roberts' hair is crying. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> look yeah. at it. It's out of the ponytail. It's free. It's allowed to emote. People have seen the Michael Jordan meme crying. Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, yeah his hair Eric is Roberts crying. Hair. hair. Yeah, so, we need to get that one going. <laughs> <laughs> so they hug and they make their peace, and Tommy gets the medal because he definitely won that fight, and there's no doubt anybody's mind. And the, the South Korean audience is applauding for the Americans, just like the end of Rocky IV, when the Russians are applauding for Rocky. But then Eric Roberts' opponent comes over. Portland, Oregon. Uh, yeah, you're from Portland, Oregon. I know everything. About I know everything. Everything. Not you. everything, bro. Everything. Oh. Hey, man, it's a second language. Give him a break. Uh, sorry about that, Mr. Kwan. So then he takes his medal off and puts it on Eric Roberts, making sure, oh, he don't mess up. Don't. Oh, uh, oh, oh got caught on the ponytail. Let's does catch on the ponytail a bit, but he gets it around. <laughs> and then he, what he says? I know all I want to ever know about you. They don't say, they don't spe- uh, specify south or north, but we know souls. Yeah. And, yeah. So then we get. Alex's opponent. And then the other Koreans just come up. As everybody's hugging and clapping, the other Koreans also give over their medals. But we, we don't, don't care, care about our other three guys <laughs> at all. Yeah. So the guy gives he, his opponent his hat, though. He does. Yeah. He hooks oh, him up. Chris Penn finally decides that Asians aren't bad and you can have a cowboy hat. Well, yeah, yeah he, he came around. That's an yeah. expensive hat, dude. You think so, Stetsons like yeah. that are cheap? Especially, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you see, you do see him wearing it. He's you do see the Korean it. fighter wearing the cowboy That's hat. That's the movie. So then they're all holding each other's hands and everybody... Can't we all just get along? We really did. And then freeze frame ending right there. Like, there's no epilogue. There's no going back home. There's no wrapping anything up. We just straight freeze when Tommy frame. Tommy got with back them home, still on he the expanded map. his strip mall. Yeah, he, he took over that super cut. He got a spot at the mall. <laughs> the actual mall. Yeah. We're moving up. Now we're in Lone, or what, Two Pines Mall. <laughs> Lone Pines Mall. Now, oh, yeah, it is Lone Pines oh, now. Yeah, Lone By 89, it would have been Lone Pines. <laughs> All right, so there we go. Right there, right, still on. The, I do love that. Still, blood still oozing out. Freeze frame. End of movie. Cut it. Move on. Best of the best song. Cue it. We're out. Uh, that's it. That's it. So let's go around the horn here. Let's talk about best of the best. Best of the best was the worst. Best of the best. Worst. It was the worst movie I've probably the worst ever of the, seen. Worst of the best. This was worse than Abraxas. At oh, least Abraxas was on. fun to watch. Cause, come on. No, it's terrible. I. I just I was in and out of it. it. the 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 theme was dumb to me. The fighting, obviously, I've expressed how there was one actual fighter amongst the whole American team. I mean, this is an American team. You couldn't get fucking five Asians that have practiced this. I'm just not saying that the Asians are the best, but they invented it. Just, just want <laughs> to say they did come up with it. Yeah. Um, but besides that, there was no fighting. It was all drama. Up until the very end, yeah. And then it was, like, done as quick as it started, and I was happy for it to be over. So you could say I was happy about that, but <laughs> I'm going to give this an absolute no rewatch. No rewatch. I will never right. rewatch this harsh. again. All Suck right. it. All right. Um, I would, if I had, you know, changed the title as Lost did and kind of 
make it fit how I saw fit. I'd say this was best of the worst. Best of the worst, yeah. okay. Like, I mean, it was a typical late 80s, early 90s karate. I mean, there was a lot of movies like this in yeah, that time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I had never even heard of this one, but after sitting down and watching it, I I didn't hate it. It um the ending I didn't like. I I was pretty upset about that. I was like, "Come on, you got the gold, still didn't win." Yeah. Still didn't win. That's all that matters. You Did know. not win. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, those gold medals are illegitimate. And if uh, Walter had any sense, he'd be like, I don't want that fucking yeah, shit what? gold. You didn't win that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's charity. Or, don't, you know, don't, don't, give me like, your, don't give me your sympathy, Dad. Why don't you go out and win a real medal? Yeah, exactly. And then come back and talk to me. <laughs> no, that's, that's your medal, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so aside that. from that, though, it, it was good. It had some, you know, the cheesy 80s, 90s karate movies. Yep. I dug it. It's it's rewatchable. There we go. Uh, I definitely would rewatch this. I have many times. Um, I remember as a kid, uh, my mom for a while was dating a guy who lived in Wichita, Kansas. And I remember we were down there and I was running around with this guy's son. And uh, we watched this movie. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. He goes, well, the second one just came out on video. What? Are you kidding me? And so then we had to go and immediately rent Best of the Best 2 and watch Best of the Best 2. And ever since then, man, I'm all about, I'm all about it. I love it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's corny as shit. It's like, like I said, it's Karate Kid. So we got all the story and then a stupid tournament at the end. And that's, that's all it is. Is uh, it, it, there's no there's no real stakes, no no fight to the death, no like kumite where you might die and there's there's legit no. It's just we're going for points in a medal here, and that's all we're worried about. It's hokey as fuck, and I love it, and I would definitely uh, rewatch it. So I guess we got a two out of three. That makes it a light rewatch. Yeah, very yeah. rare two out of three though, right? We don't we, we don't not, get two not out of threes. Lot of, a lot. Not, not a lot of two out of threes. Um, so there we go. Uh, please write in. Let uh, however, oh. if you want to go to sleep and watch something, I recommend this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely could fall asleep to this. I have before. Um, actually, I rewatched it since I rewatched it because we took that week off while you, for the move, for the relocation. So I was like, ah, I'd better do it again just to just to keep it fresh. So I've rewatched it twice simply for the rewatch. Even that's how good it is, folks at home. Uh, all right, so let us know your thoughts. Write in. You can find us at Twitter at rewatch underscore the. Email us at therewatchparty at gmail.com. Tell us your story about this movie. Did your mom date somebody in Wichita that turned you on to it? Tell us no. Uh, it goes for you, sister. Obviously, she was there. Uh, join us next week as we cover one of the greatest films of all time ever made in the history of ever. That's solid fact. It's indisputable. We're talking The Big Lebowski. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. I'm not Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. You know, uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Are you employed, Mr. Lebowski? Ah! Employed? You like sex, Mr. Lebowski? Is this your only ID? You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. Jeff Lebowski, the other Lebowski, the millionaire. I received this ransom note this morning. This is a bummer, man. They want you to take the money and act his courier. What the hell is this? My dirty undies, dude. The whites. 
Let's take that hill! Why should we settle for 20 grand when we can keep the entire million? I know you're mixed up in all this. Playing one side against the other in bed with everybody. Blow them. Huh? Fabulous stuff. What? Who's sitting on a million dollars? We want some money. Ah! Sitting in the trunk of our car. Where's my damn money? Say, dude, where is your car? Who's got your undies, Walter? This is a very complicated case, Maude. You know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Is this your homework, Larry? And I would like my undies back. A lot of uh, strands to keep in my head, man. Whoa! Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, eh? I like your style, dude. I have no choice but to tell these bums to do whatever is necessary to recover their money from you. They were Nazis, dude? They were nihilists, man. They kept saying they believed in nothing. You figured, oh, here's a loser, you know, uh, a deadbeat. Well, aren't you? Well, yeah. You cannot drag this negative energy into the tournament. Jeffrey. Bond? Love me. Uh, that's my robe. I'm throwing rocks tonight. It don't matter to Jesus. <laughs> this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know?